0: This thing on. Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. This no holds barred conversation happens every Tuesday with new guest experts, raw conversations, and real tips for lasting change for your mind, body, your business, and your marketing. So grab your cocktail and let's dive in. Alexis, welcome to Lexi's Lounge. What are you drinking today? Thank you. I am drinking an ice cold Coke from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they have the best ice too. It's it's literally that tiny little ice.
1: Yes, it is the best ice in the world. I vote
0: for that. Oh, my husband thinks I'm insane. I'm like, you have the best ice. That's that's literally the best ice. He's like, really? Ice? It is, hands down. There are a group of people and we agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I found my people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Alexis, to give our listeners a quick little overview, can you tell us about who you are, what you do, where you started, just all about you? Yeah.
1: So my name is Alexis. I live in Southeastern North Carolina. My husband and I have been married for 12 years. He has been in the Army for almost all of those years. And we have four children together. So right now as we're recording, they are eight, six, four, and three. We homeschool. We're very involved with our church, love to hang out with our neighbors. And I am also an entrepreneur. I have had that in my blood since I was little. And so now I work with women who are moms and entrepreneurs and trying to find their rhythm in
0: both. So what is your tip for, let's start with the moms, because the first thing that really stood out to me is when you said you have, four kids Mm -hmm. and you're an entrepreneur and my immediate reaction is I have two and an entrepreneur and I'm stressed. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I am too. Yeah. Like how, how do you juggle it? Like what, what tips do you have for other mompreneurs? It's so
1: funny that you asked that because those types of questions is actually the reason why I started my business. So if I were to tell you a story, I actually was in network marketing for 15 years I did it obviously before kids. My oldest is eight. And as we began to have children so close together, women would come up to me after I would speak on a conference call or a fall retreat or a weekly meeting and they would say exactly what you just did. How are you doing it all? And as I look back, I realized that was a recurring theme and it's not because I have all my stuff together because I certainly do not. But what I realized is I do things in a rhythm. I do them in a flow, in a cadence. And as you're doing that, while it's not perfect, And there are definitely times that are still challenging. You find your rhythm, for lack of better words, on how you're doing it. And so I always can take a deep dive into that on specifics of what that looks like. But that's how I do it all. It's not a black and white. Everyone's
0: is different, but I found mine. Was there a moment where you're like, well, let me let me go back to this. I'm assuming that there was a time in your life where you were like, oh, my gosh, I'm having kids like you've been doing this before having kids and then you bring four kids into the mix and was there a time when you were like I feel so overwhelmed I don't even know where to start I have I have that paralysis when you're so Overwhelmed that you're just like, I'm just gonna do nothing
1: then. Yeah. I mean, if I'm totally honest with you, I still have that. So it's not like I've reached this perfect stage. I still have those moments. And when they happen, I have
0: the tools in my toolbox on how to get out of that quicker. Okay. So that's something that I deal with. So what I know that if you deal with it and I deal with it, then other people must deal with it too. So for the people who are in that, what would you call that? It's not analysis paralysis, but it's like, I have so much overwhelming paralysis analysis like what what is your top two tips to move past it get through it try to not I guess not prevent it because you said you still have it and that makes me feel so normal I'm like oh okay so we don't just reach a point where you're like I'm arrived right my top I'm gonna say Let's not rank these
1: because I bet if I sat down I would rank them different. But the two that just came to mind is one knowing how you rest. So there's a saying that says when you work with your mind, sabbath with your hands, and when you work with your hands, sabbath with your mind. Meaning if you're a coach, a content creator, you're showing up on social media, you're working with your mind. So you might rest with your hands, meaning maybe you're and like physical. So maybe you're out in the garden, you're going for a run, you're Up around the house folding laundry. I mean, it could be something like that or the opposite. If you are working with your hands all day long, you might rest by reading a book. And so I think that's important to know because it's so easy for us to think, oh, resting is having a weekend with nothing, lying around on the couch. What in the world are my kids supposed to do? Right. And it's this unattainable thing we can never do. But when you know these things give me rest, you can then plug them into your calendar and go, this is rest for me cuz mine's probably different from you. So that's my first thing is knowing how you rest, and the second thing would be giving yourself freedom on having high output days and low output days, and it's okay for those to be right next to each other. And what I mean by that is sometimes I will have days where I am killing it. Like I'm doing all the things, I'm talking to the people, the house is clean, the laundry is done. And if the next 14 days don't look like that, it's easy to go, "Well, I suck." And right. Like I I can't do this. But what if you knew if you're operating at an eight or a nine one day, it's okay for the next day to be at a two or three or a four and just figuring out what that rhythm is for you. You know, maybe your high days are when you have childcare. And like that was for me yesterday. I think I had six or seven hours of childcare nonstop all day long. Today, this is the first time I'm sitting down to work and it's the middle of the afternoon. So just kind of knowing like what that looks like for you.
0: Yeah, I feel like for me, what you're saying, I'm like this. This sounds so amazing, but I think my biggest problem in finding, oh, well, I know what my rest is, and that's going on walks outside. Yeah, but I think my hardest thing is actually stopping to rest because when I'm in that rhythm and that flow of like, oh, I'm getting stuff done and I'm working and da da da, like. I don't want to stop but then there's other days where I'm like I can't even get into that rhythm to save my life so is that more of like the day I should be trying to rest my question to you would be is it happen the same day every week or is it all over the place oh my gosh I mean I don't know I here's here's another thing I feel like I never know what day of the week it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> So like, I'm just here. Well, you know what? I
1: think that's, that's so normal because, I mean, not only are we women, so we're dealing with monthly things, right? Cycles, that's and right. Which, let's be real, that's not always on the same day of the month. And then there's other factors that are coming in. So I almost imagine it in a way we're holding it loosely in our hand. And if you were to take an aerial view, like go up in a hot air balloon and look down on your life, if and when you know what the very important pieces are that have to get done, then you can prioritize it. So when you have that up day, you need to be doing X, Y, and Z. And you know Mm. it. We don't know it unless we take a minute to slow down and figure it out. But then you can say, I am up on my energy. Who knows why? Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm going to get these things done. And then if there's more energy, great. Keep working down the list. If there's not, it's okay. You've done what you've needed to do
0: to move the needle forward. Something you really said that that stood out to me was about you really being in a really really being in a really good pattern for like 14 days or you know doing the things you're like high energy, mm-hmm. you're feeling very accomplished and proactive and then the next 14 days you are back in that little slump mm-hmm. of like, oh my gosh, I feel like I just can't get ahead, I can't catch a break. Why does that happen? That's a great question. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> I have no clue. And I'm genuine, I'm genuinely curious because I'm like, I feel like I'm one of those people who's constantly in that cycle of like doing really well, like six months. And then I go on for like a year of like yo-yo dieting Mm -hmm. and then I'm good Mm -hmm. for a year. And then I don't have the exact answer, but I mean,
1: what I can say is I'm not an expert in this, but there are so many things physically that make us up as women. And, you know, are there other physical things? Do you have a pull towards- Anxiety? Do you have a pull towards depression? Right? Like, what are are there things that might be triggers for you? And so, while I don't have an answer for how to solve it, what you could do is in the notes of your phone or on a journal, even 60 seconds a day at the end of the day, write down where you lit up today. Like, I had so much fun here. When I did that podcast, I lit up. I could have done it for five hours. And then, where did you have to lean in? Those moments when you're like, oh, I just have to do it. I don't want to do it. Because then you might be able to look back a week, a month, a year and go, every time I did this, I lit up. And every time I didn't want to do anything, this is what's happening. And you can use that to craft I guess your ideal day,
0: your ideal week. Wow, Alexis, that honestly, I think it, it always goes back to awareness, like having yeah. awareness of exactly what you just said, what lights you up and what you have to lean into yes. because we are just so programmed to just go through the motions and do the thing and get here and accomplish this that a lot of people don't even realize what it is that lights them up, that really stokes that fire in them to keep going. And if we were able to identify that and then tap into it in 10 Yes. How much more mo better (laughs) our (laughs) life be?
1: And you know what? For those of us that are moms, like we need another thing on our plate. But if you were intentional about this, what if I'm not even doing this? I just had this thought as we're talking. What if we started noticing that about our kids? Where did they light up, and where did they lean in? So now, like I'm a homeschool mom. It's summer. I'm starting to think of fall. If I had been doing this for a few months, I could probably get it together in a couple weeks. But I would know every time my oldest son did these things, he was golden. And every time these situations happened, he wasn't. And I'm not saying we don't present our children with challenges and learning experiences, but we could potentially better serve our children and our family knowing that along with our mother's gut, like, you know, we have this feeling like imagine what environment we could create in our homes if we knew those things.
0: Wow. That's huge. That's huge. And I mean, that could even with, with our kids, but it could also, go with our spouses and our friends and our family members like if we really took a moment to be intentional and pay attention to the people around us and what really is lighting their fire like I know. How different would our world be? I know, I know, I know. This is a moment we're having here because this is a new thought for me too. So this is good. <laughs> wow. Okay. So when you said you're a homeschool mom, uh-huh. then I'm like, okay, you really do do it all. <laughs> okay. You're not, you're a mom of four, but you also homeschool and have a business. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the systems that work best for you. Yes. So if you know
1: that for lack of better terms on the side of a recycling can or a trash can, it's that like cyclical circle. It's an arrow up and an arrow down. And so I Uh imagine, let's just say one arrow is your work, your business, and the other arrow is your home. They feed each other. They're they're in rhythm together. They're not separate. And so I always say you are the common denominator, right? If you have a crappy day at work, it's going to slide into your home. If you had a sideways Mm -hmm. day on a Tuesday, Day morning, it's going to slide into your work. We're just connected in that way. So, how I do it all is when it comes to systems. Can I just give you a really tangible? Thing? Absolutely. Okay. I love the sound of productivity. So, in the mornings, it's summer right now, but like when we're homeschooling, when we sit down to school, I like to hear. The washer and the dryer and the dishwasher going. Those are systems I've delegated them to myself, but they're running. I want to hear that other things are working while I'm schooling with them. So God. it's almost like if I'm in that top arrow in my home, I want to know things are moving in my business without me. They're systems, they're automations. Things are being delegated, and when I'm in my business, let's say that bottom arrow, I want to know that things on the top are moving in my home. So. I have a home assistant comes 3 4 hours a week. I want to know she's folding laundry while I'm recording this podcast with you. I want to know she's getting dinner ready. And so it's almost just again having that awareness of if I'm in one area, what have I set up ahead of time so the other area is running successfully.
0: Wow, that is so powerful. I just the the visual of it. I'm such a visual person. The visual of that and the, the sound, it's yeah. just like, it's another sensory point that it hits. It's not just, all right, grab your piece of paper and then write down what needs to happen each each and every day. Like you just completely ex- expanded my world in this because I was in that black or white, you have to write it down. And if it's not on your calendar, then you can't do it. And if you miss it on your calendar, then you're bad. Yes. But just having having the sound, I ne- why? I've never thought about that.
1: I try it. It is the coolest thing. If you're like, like- let's say you want to sit down to work, go ahead and start the washer and or start the dryer and or the dishwasher, whatever you want to hear going. And for me, it's like, okay, things are happening. I can work. That's working. It's just, it's like this oomph, this little like power charge surge.
0: Yeah. It's that we'll call it the focus white noise. Oh Yes. Yes. That's great. I love it. (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. I had a a thought, but I lost it. Oh, no, it's about the habits. So I was reading this book called Atomic Habits, and they were talking about that where you have to, it's, I think they called it like gatekeeping or something. I'm not sure what the exact term was, but essentially was like, if I want to sit down for work, then I know that before I can do that, I have to start a load of laundry, do the dishes, and whatever else is on that list. So then you're getting stuff done. It's not like, oh, it's going to just sit on the back burner until I'm done with my work that I could constantly be doing something with. Like my work never ends is it habit stacking yes uh-huh yeah yes yes Yes. and I feel like reading that book and then you coming on here just a complete sign of like this is what's gonna work but now I have a question about a home assistant Mm -hmm. how much has that changed your life hey don't mean to interrupt it's gonna be really quick but we have a message from our sponsors by the way I hope you love what you're hearing so far now from our sponsor Hey, it's Alexi McKinley. I'm your host of this podcast and also the sponsor of this podcast because I own Up West Social and PR. For all my business owners out there, are you looking to grow your brand, expand your reach, become the number one top trusted source in your industry and continually have a funnel of new clients to work with? If you said yes to any of these questions, it's time you join the Be Your Own Publicist program, or as I like to call it, BYOP. This is an eight-week hybrid program where you will learn the ins and outs of doing your own PR, essentially becoming your own publicist. For more information or to join, hit the link in the show notes below. Now back to our scheduled programming.
1: Oh my gosh, so much. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I used to not like to talk about it because, and it felt the emotion was shame. Let's just call it as it is because it feels, no, it felt very bougie to say that I have a home assistant and Mm. you know what the reality is it's not because why should I expect me who has 24 hours, like anyone else who has the aspirations to grow a very successful business that I'm going to be able to do it all I just can't, I can't do it all. So it has changed the game for me. So usually she's in college. We we live in a college town. And so they will sometimes rotate because sometimes they'll go out of town to school and come back in summer. So there's usually a healthy rotation there. And it's taken me several years to get to three or four, but I pay her above minimum wage, a good chunk of money. And she only comes, I'm talking around $20 an hour, 15. So it's not something huge, but she will come four to six hours a week. And she. She can focus solely on what has to be done at home. You know, as a mom, you're folding laundry and someone needs a diaper change. Someone needs a snack, you know, like, and then you're in the garage and you're like, I was just folding washcloth. Like what happened here? But she can come in and focus. And so some of the things she does for us She folds our laundry, puts it away. She unloads the grocery orders. She'll prep our produce. Like she made dinner for us last night. Not like private chef style, but she made a spaghetti casserole. So before she left, it was sitting on the oven. Type of situation. It is, I know, I know. And theme changing. I know. I was just talking with my business coach and he said, if you had $50 extra a week, what would you do? I was like, I would hire my home assistant for two to three more hours. And this this is why it's powerful because if you're a mom and you're an entrepreneur, let's be frank, you are going to work one way or the other. You are. There is no way around it. So what work do you choose to do? Do you choose to work on your business or do you choose to spend that time on your home? And I like a healthy balance of both, but I, I need help. I can't do it all.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Diving into the motherhood topic, I feel like as moms, we almost have to be apologetic if we can't do it all. Like I feel like there's this unspoken expectation that we have the house clean. We have the kids all clean and but also having fun, but also fed, but also happy and not crying. And we also are bringing in money for the house. And also by the end of the day, make sure the house is clean and we can start again tomorrow, but then have everything prepped for tomorrow too. So then you're not scatterbrained running around like chickens with their head cut off in the morning. Like there is so much that we as mothers, just because we're mothers are expected to do. That's at least that's what it feels like. Nobody has ever said that they expect that of me, but that's what it feels like, I feel like I have to be all things to all people. And I feel like that's, it's really hard, especially when you throw in homeschooling or running a business or like for me, I also am a caregiver for my dad. So there's just so many moving parts and having a home assistant just sounds genius. Right. And
1: what you can for my analytical women listening, write down the ROI for that, the return on investment. What happens if you were to spend $50 a week on someone to help you with that? What would that mean for you? Some people are like, I'm going to hire them. And then I'll just work to pay them that week. Like, you know, figure out how you do that. But when you, you brought up the term, or the thought of unspoken expectations. And this is actually something I'm working through myself right now. And you said, no one has ever told us that. And so I would agree with that. And sometimes I think if no one's ever told us that, we're believing that somehow. And I have a feeling, I can't be sure yet, but maybe just for me, there is a connection between feeling like I can't meet these expectations. And if I can't meet them, I better spend the time in my home trying to meet them, which means I'm pulling myself away from my business. So it's almost, is it like a self-sabotaging circle? I don't do you know. know. Like th- I'm like trying to work through this. Like, could it be that if we just had the belief that I can be an incredible mother and still be present with my business a couple hours a day or eight hours a day? I don't know. I haven't figured it out all the way yet because it's that's mm. easier said than done. But why do we have six months where we're great? And then six months where we're not. Like I just wonder if it's all connected somehow.
0: I know, right? I mean, as women, like we have the the hormone cycles mm-hmm. and then we also have like just the unspoken duties that a mother should bear from culture from a cultural like historical standpoint yeah. just being the the woman of the house like I don't have the answer either but I feel like it's very interesting and I'm glad that we are talking about this in such a raw open candid like I don't know what the hell we're even supposed to do yeah. but we're open to figuring out it's just I think having this awareness now that we're like ah Now I see that this is a thought process that we've bought into that nobody told. Well, I mean, maybe someone did tell us when we were younger, like who knows, but I feel like it's, uh, well, I'm hoping, okay, if you're listening to this and you feel the same, can you please reach out to either one of us and be like, Hey, I listened to this podcast and I feel the same because I'm sure if you and I feel this Mm -hmm. then somebody else has too. Yes. And I think I value the time, whether it's individually
1: or in a conversation like this, thinking through it, because I do have the feeling it's not just you and I. And mm-hmm. I just, what I look back and there were probably, there are many years that I spent as a mother, not even thinking through these things and realizing how it is affecting my family. And so I just, I think there is strength, maybe that's the right word. And just having conversations about it and just trying to see, gosh, what does this
0: look like? Yeah. And you know what? I think when you are talking about your home assistant and how in the beginning that you really felt shame around that, I will give an example of why I can see where that would come from. But also, yeah. I'm glad you did it because you're outsourcing the things that maybe... Uh, you're asking for help and that's okay. Like, that's bottom line. Like, you, you're asking for help and that should be a great example of why... You should ask for help, or you should hire one if you need one. But I remember oh, this was probably like five years ago when in my area, like my my friends just started buying houses and whatever, and a few of our friends hired house cleaners. And my husband was like, maybe, so maybe this is where mine was coming from. He was like, house cleaners, like really, you can't pick up your house. Mm-hmm. But now that I have kids and a business and a million things going on, well, you bet your ass I have a house cleaner. Mm-hmm. I mean, she cleans it for Airbnb, but. Of course I have one because I need help. Yep. And I don't think any person should feel shame for hiring a house cleaner, hiring someone to fold laundry, hiring someone to mow their lawn, hiring someone to wash their hair or prep their meals or whatever it is that simply feels just too overwhelming to tackle, or quite frankly, you don't even want to tackle, then hire it out because your time is so much more valuable than any amount of money that you could give these people. Yes, and I, it wasn't about the
1: home assistant at that point, But I remember having conversations with my husband. I I must have heard this from someone that said, try this, but thinking like, I want to hire a house cleaner. I want to hire this in my business and having a conversation with my husband and being like, Hey, what would you think if I did this? And it came to the realization, he doesn't really care who folds his boxers. He just would like clean underwear on a Tuesday morning. Right? Like, so like, maybe it's having a conversation with your spouse. Like, and for me, it was me coming to the table and saying, Hey babe, this is what I'm thinking of doing. This is how much I think it's going to cost this is the business can pay for all of it or some of it, you know, personal would need to cover just having that open conversation and giving your husband the opportunity to think through it with you. Because maybe he's like, no, I don't think that's how we could spend that money. What if I helped more? What if he doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. Just like have an open conversation. They're your partner. They're
0: in this with you for most people. So what would that look like oh my gosh now i'm like i'm about to text him and be like we're gonna hire someone to do laundry yes because i i hate laundry Mm -hmm. i'll put it in the washer i will but don't i don't want to transfer it yes (laughs) i don't want to fold it yeah My friend just, she just, she lives
1: down the road from me. There's a local like laundry. It's a a woman, just an individual, not a corporation. And she washes a pound of laundry. I think it's for six or $7. So she also has four kids and she, she literally put her dirty laundry in trash bags on the porch. The woman picked them up and had them back by the end of the day, washed and folded in laundry baskets. I think for a hundred bucks, it was crazy. I know. I know. Look for like laundry services in like your town Facebook group or something. You
0: might have one. I'm okay. I, I'm not even shitting you when I say I am getting off of this podcast <laughs> and going to find a laundry service. Yes. Tag me Please when say... you drop it on the porch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, th- think uh, this is another factor to it. So we had renters in our house. We Airbnb this house. We had renters in for a week and that was also the week that we thought it would be a good idea to start potty training our almost three-year-old which was not a good idea. So we had, and a sickness ran through our family. So it was vomit and poop and whatever, but we couldn't go in the house and wash. So we just had bags and bags and bags of this. And my husband and I were talking about how hard it is to do Airbnb, live in a trailer when people are in our our big house and not have laundry. So this, honestly, I'm like, I feel so much less stress because I know that I'm sure I can find one. Yes, we live in a tiny town. So if we have it, y'all probably have it. Wow. Yes. I feel um I feel like you're a godsend. <laughs> I feel like this conversation literally has just been like ah. Just it's really just for me and you. I mean, people might I'm just kidding, but <laughs> Hey, you know what? That's that's better for me, yeah. honestly, because if I'm not if I'm doing this just only for other people and I'm not even enjoying this conversation, yeah. then it's not even worth it for me to do. But the fact that you and I are like kindred spirits yes. and we're, we just like understand on a deeper level, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's definitely this is a great episode. I'm oh. just so freaking happy. But I know that we spend a lot of time talking about just you know, mom life, just real life stuff. But do you want to talk a little bit more about your business and what you do, like how you tangibly work with people? Yeah, it's one of the things I love doing. And
1: when I speak about my business, one of the things I know is the women that hear me, you know, if you need this kind of something in your life. You know, that feeling when you're just like, I know, like I need that. So I work with women who run a real business. And I say that meaning it's not a side hustle, or little something, something. You're not just making 100, 500, you know, like you have a real business and you feel at home in a conversation like this, like, how do I figure it all out? And so I work with those women for several months at a time to say, Hey, this is what I have figured out. And you know what? That circle that we did with the arrows here's some systems that can run your business while you're with your babies. And while you're with your business, here's some systems that can run your home. Ooh, can you give us an example of each? So some ways that you could create systems running in your business versus when you're with your kids are, let's say you're setting up a Calendly for a masterclass or webinar that you're doing. There are actually specific questions you can ask that will give you the content that you can talk about on Stories tomorrow to continue selling your masterclass. So that's running while you're with your babies. I know, I know. I wish you guys could see her face right now. It's true. What? Yes, yes. Like there are certain questions you can ask. And let's say you're with your business. What are some of the systems? We talked about one is a home assistant, We, you know, a house cleaner, different things that you can run in the background. I really like how you said something, Oh, what, the white noise of focus. Like folk, it's like when you're in one area, there's things happening in the other and vice versa. And when you figure out that cadence, that rhythm, you are able to swiftly transition from one part of your life to the other with ease and know that things are still clicking and running
0: yes oh my goodness okay i'm mind blown i feel like i need to just go back and figure out what i need to outsource in general yeah. and how to set that up like the calendly thing gee i never even thought about putting a masterclass through calendly but that's so genius oh my gosh
1: Okay. Small snippet. You know, you can customize the questions you ask them. Mm -hmm. You need to do this in a way where it's understandable for them, but you're asking questions that are giving you answers to their pain points. So you have 50 people register. You now have 50 verbatims that you can talk about for pain points. Ask them how they want to feel after X, Y, Z. You now have verbatim of, Hey, do you want to feel xyz and then go through and answer it. I mean, I could this is like by jam. I could talk to you like we could do this all day. <laughs> I'm I'm literally shook. Yes, oh, I never thought about that. Yes, and it sends confirmation reminders, follow-ups, you could send them your discovery call link and the five minute, you determine when it goes after. It's all customized. And this is on the $15 a month Calendly plan. This isn't some crazy expensive and it collects payments for you. Connect it to
0: Stripe. It does, I know, I know. We make it too hard sometimes. Literally. Yes. I'm like, why do we have to do that? Why do we have to make it so hard? Yes. Why isn't it just like, that? why isn't this common sense?
1: Yeah, and so this <laughs> is when I work with my clients We're coming to conversations and they're saying, I don't know what to talk about to my people to sell my masterclass. So we're having conversations like this and I'm walking them through. This is where you do this. This is where you do this. And we're giving a two week game plan step-by-step that they can either
0: solve their problem or move the needle in the right direction. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So much value. First of all, second of all, we're going to have to, I don't know if you already sent it to me, but send me that link of where people can sure work with yeah. you. Cause that, I know that there's going to be people that listen to this and go immediately. Yes. Click and then head over to your website or maybe even your calendar. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I do have that link to my Instagram,
1: but just to make it easy, If you're listening and you're like, I need that, find me on Instagram. It's Alexis T. Greco, G-R-E-C-O. Just DM me Alexi's name. Just, and I'm going to give you a strategy behind that. That's a keyword, right? So I probably won't set it up, but I could set up a many chat response that if you DM'd me that, it would go send an automatic response back that I crafted. But I do that for each group of people that I speak to. Why? Because I now know where my audience is coming from. I now know every time, right? Every time I speak here, I get 30 new DMs. Every time I speak here, I get nothing. So I'm tracking when I tell you, DM me, Alexi, I will know how many of you came from this podcast. So that like- there's- So you better go, you better show her. but Show her that you're an active listener. Yeah, there's strategy <laughs> behind that. So you could do the same thing, whatever is based on your business.
0: Wow, okay. I feel like I'm gonna be hitting that. I'm gonna be DMing her, Alexi. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. Well, Alexis, you have blown many minds, including mine. I feel like you just simplified the process of motherhood and life and homeschooling and everything. And I just admire you. So thank you so much for joining me in the lounge today. Is there any last tip or piece of advice or quote or anything that you want to give people to leave this podcast on? A quote I would share with you is that sometimes you need to slow down to speed up. And that can
1: be so challenging for us as mothers, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes we Mm. need to slow down in order for us to speed up. So look where that might be an opportunity for you.
0: Yes, I completely agree. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please give feedback if you love this podcast and make sure that you DM Alexis on Instagram at Alexis, T-G-R-E-C-O, DM her my name, A-L-E-X-I, and then see what she has for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us in the lounge today. Don't forget to share some love in the reviews, connect with us on social media, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. And can you do me one last favor? Send me a DM on Instagram so I can say, hey, I would love to get to know you more. Until next Tuesday, we'll see you then.